Hello there, and you're very welcome along to Barry Abbreviated, a podcast talking all things news, random topics, and movies. I hope you're all keeping very well. Now, it has been a while since I've last gone in touch with you. Um, not much has really changed, except for that massive heat wave that we had. Oh, jeez, I genuinely don't know how I survived the last two weeks. It was it was painful, to be honest. I was just constantly sweating, not doing anything, and just, I don't know, I, didn't, I did not enjoy it. I know some people absolutely love the heat. I don't know how they can stand it, but oh god, um, I was just kept inside, just stayed in the shade, just stayed of it as much as I could. Uh, in other news as well, I remember I was, I was talking about like my knee when I did make the decision to try and go back to football. Um, fortunately, the knee has come round again. Now I haven't had the chance to really test it or like go for a run or like play football. But yeah, now I'm I'm kind of afraid in case it just goes right back to where I started and. I probably will need Vizio at the end of the day, but um, till then, we'll hope, we'll hold out and see. So, um, yeah, uh, I have been, people have said to me I'm a bit of a walking hospital to, because I'm like picking up injuries and just things just don't tend to go right for me for a while and things like that. But uh, yeah, we'll move on and <laughs> go, we'll, we'll chat about why we're here today to talk about. Because today, friends, uh, I want to talk to you about the latest installment in the Marvel series that has come on Disney Plus with the Loki and I've also been given the glorious purpose of telling you my thoughts on the Black Widow uh, movie as well. Um, Fortunately, I didn't get to see this in cinema, so maybe my experience wasn't as good as it could have been from cinema, but um, yeah, well, I'll get to that later on. Um, overall, not wild happy with the film. But yeah, so first things first, Gonna get right into Loki. So this summary of the plot is um what's well, actually well I'll I'll try and mix I'll try and mix it in, try and maybe blend it as to such. But um what I liked about how this here starts off is that like it's it's a jumping off point from 20 Tell or from Avengers, like an alternate ending. So if you do know people that are like trying to get into the MCU and they're not too sure, like this is a kind of way of making them get into it because they don't need to see like kind of anything past Avengers because as a Loki kind of learns of his future in like just like the first episode. So I really like that way. So it is like very easy to get back in back into it if you are looking to introduce someone into the show. But um on uh Ed, so sorry, the plot, plot I'm all I'm all over the place, I'm sorry, it's late. But uh so what happened is Loki steals the test tract and um Ends up branching off his own timeline, and he thinks he's gotten away. All things are good, but unfortunately, the TVA, who are the Time Variant Authority, and basically what their job is to catch anyone that kind of diverts from the sacred timeline, which is kind of the set plan of how things should play out and go. And unfortunately, him stealing Tesseract, that was not supposed to happen. So, um, anyway, they take him to their kind of court and uh, basically put him up for punishment of his crimes, which he didn't know he committed, which. A kind of it's kind of a signal of how unfair can the TVA operate and how it doesn't really make much sense in what they're doing. So um yeah, but basically when as he's about to be punished for stealing test tract, they then end up coming with the theory of actually using him to help them catch another Loki which is causing havoc on the timeline and they've had no such luck in catching on. So basically faced with no um no real option either you can kind of die or else you can help us so he ends up going to help them and anyway along the way he ends up teaming up with this other loki called sylvie who's a female loki but um unfortunately for her her life has been 
not as kind of lucky as his as she was very young when the TVA took her so she has a very ill view of them and her life as well has been a bit of a struggle so through that there they kind of came up with a plan to try to take down the TVA because what they're doing overall all not that great a bunch of chaps even though Owen Wilson is in there and he is being charming and I think he's he's just great in this I, I really liked him he um because he like he's smart in it as well he is a confident person and like he can figure out Loki it's not like this Loki's like always like one step ahead or something like he can figure out where he's going with things so I really thought I really like that and um he's also smart of them because he kind of knows what's going on whereas Loki's kind of picking up on this whole TVA thing as like this big superpower as we kind of see with them just using uh, infinity gems as paperweights so yeah pretty big flex I think I don't know if is there a colored box now that you probably could use as paperweights definitely I think that probably Disney are probably all over that but um yeah from there then um they kind of find out that the TVA aren't all as good as they come out to be shock horror um but yeah so they're basically like kind of taking people and using them even as employees and um by then the series they kind of find out there's no real such thing as free will because um Kang the Conqueror has been manipulating the timeline the whole entire time, right up until they confront him, and they basically then say, right, okay, you can either let me keep doing what I'm doing, you live your own life, and I'll stay out of your way, you stay out of mine, or else you can kill me right now, you can have a go, and there'll be utter chaos. So yeah, uh, unfortunately for our Loki, um, Tom Hiddleston, he's he's betrayed by Sylvie, and uh, yeah, she ends up basically pushing him away and killing Kang. So that is kind of the best way I think I can summarize like six hours or six episodes anyway so yeah um as I was saying I really like I really like I really like this tv series uh Loki's a really cool really great character and it's an, he's one of the villains that we've seen a lot of and that's kind of stuck around with a lot we kind of see the basically arrival and then kind of kill automatically like even with such good ones as Killmonger but um oh no he's great and also I really like the the variation of Sylvie in this because like she is smarter and um, you can all, you can see that Tom Hiddleston does uh, sorry I'm just going to call him Tom Hiddleston because they're both Loki so that's kind of my way of telling them apart but I'm um, like he's kind of he's not happy because he wants to be the smartest person in the room and obviously she's more experienced and she just has her head screwed on better in general so yeah she, she's great and the whole kind of the love aspect of their characters now everyone thought it was, I was okay with it like I didn't really think too much into it but then I did hear people talking about oh that's like that's self-sessed if like you're into yourself because Loki as in another variation on himself so he's kind of interested in himself but if anything that kind of fits more with the character uh, because um he like Loki is someone who would kind of admire himself so if he would fall in love with anything why not himself you know and um, the whole uh, Loki coming out as bi as well. I know there was like there's a lot of uh, that was kind of as in Pride Month as well. So there was a lot of um, kind of buzz around that there. But I'm like that's not even kind of like one of Loki's like a little bit of a weird character because even in the character in the, in the comics he has like a kid and it's not like a child. It's like a six or eight legged horse and it does. I, I don't know if it does if it's that exact horse, but it makes an appeal. There's a horse with eight legs, and it does make an appearance in Thor 1, and Odin is riding one. So I don't know if that's just kind of like an insight into the world that exists, but Loki's into freaky stuff, guys. So yeah, um, do not be surprised that he came out as bi, but 
Yeah, cool. Uh, another thing that I really liked about the series is the load of Easter eggs that littered on that planet that um just where everything is pruned that kind of seemed like dumped at the end of their timeline. And um, I don't know if you noticed this, but like this was such a shock to me and such a surprise. I couldn't believe that they included it. But um, the Thanos copter, now um, it is just in the background, there's this bright yellow copter and it has just Thanos written on the back of it. And um, how this comes into play is like, like years and years ago, and I think around the 1970s, but um, back when Marvel wasn't the superpower that it is today, it had like a TV show. And like the TV show was kind of aimed at kids to help them learn to read. So in these adventures, like Spider-Man come along and he didn't actually speak. So they'd have to hire like a voice actor and he just had like thought bubbles. So you'd have to read the thought bubbles so you then could keep on track what's happening in the show. But uh, in one of the episodes, Thanos comes in and um, it's a story of involving the test track. And there's this other character. She's like Catwoman, but she's not Catwoman like she's DC. But um, exact same. And they're basically, it's just them going around New York trying to catch trying to get the Tesseract and like it's disappeared it's slipping out of people's hands little kids are catching and doing whatever they want with it and for some reason I think it's only included like in three panels because the show it's kind of in like a comic but like comic book setting is kind of showing in that way but for some reason Thanos like the Mad Titan is flying around in a helicopter and it's just this bright yellow copter and like just Thanos and cap locks letter like all on the back of it and just it's just such a random thing I know um, Mr. Sunday Movies, uh, he has like a video on it, so um, I, I will try and link it below if you do want to look into it. Personally, I thought it was hilarious, Just it's just such a throwaway thing, and I'm really glad they put it in. Another thing that they included on the planet was um, Throg, which is Thor, but he's a frog. And um, if you remember, uh, like Loki, he can like change into animals and things, and I think at one time he then like turned Thor into a into a frog so there you go throg and i think that's the variation that we've seen in like the jar because he's jumping in it and he's trying to reach mjolnir which is buried in the soil but if you do remember there is an actual frog version of thor because in into the spider-verse you see like peter porker who is the pig version of spider-man so like there is a whole animal animal universe where like the superheroes are animals so Thor is also a throg and his Thor is a frog and his hammer is actually made out of just like a little tiny piece of Mjolnir so that he kind of flies around. Another thing I wish we did see was a jet ski. I'm re I really wish they, they, I just love the inclusion of this jet ski and it's so random and even Owen Wilson himself doesn't know why he keeps liking them and like eventually we do find out but I love that they're, it's just, there's jet skis like they're just so, just so cool and just this kind of mild obsession but hopefully in season two we do see that. And another thing that I kind of wish that I didn't know like why they weren't consistent with it, but with like opening credits, uh, like with the Marvel, like we see it and like the flashes of like the characters, um, they one time they played a song. I know it's called Demons. I don't remember the artist, but like I really like that. I was like, oh right, okay, are we going to get like an insight into like new music every time? But then by the uh, end of the series, we got like kind of sound bites from different, uh, different moments in the films. I don't know why they're doing this exactly. I think, if anything, with these shows, they can kind of experiment different things to see what they can work in the films. But, as I said, these, these shows are pretty expensive and are film-worthy quality anyway. So, yeah, um, I really love the TVA as well. The whole kind of like the brown and orange aesthetic 
something I thought I would I would never put them together, but uh, I, I really loved it. I thought it worked really well. Just kind of this very kind of plain, boring, mundane office. Kind of the contrast to the major work they're doing. And the fact that everything's kind of typed out and using like the blocky computers and the old style seats and everything. I really like that. I just just. I just thought it was something really nice, and even like the font and everything. I I, I think that is something that they really need to appreciate the decor that is going into the TVA, and they probably will, they will continue that there for the second season as they do continue on into like a new very new universe as we see Loki's now. He's been shipped off to somewhere else where unfortunately Mobius and him do not have that bond, but hopefully we will hopefully we will see that reestablished, and unfortunately. There is a few things I did not like about this series. Like as I was saying, the facts they are amazing, but there is this one sequence. Uh, I think it's in the episode three when that planet they're on is like being destroyed. Um, it's a wonder, and um, Sylvia and Loki they're running through the, the like the city, and like things are blown up behind them. And then to me, it kind of felt like you're like watching like a cutscene in a video game, and like the odd time you'll like press a button. Just to kind of the game's like an effort to remind you that, oh, you're still playing the game. You're still in control here. But um, I don't know. It just took me into the whole thing. I was like, I know nothing's going to happen here. They're the main characters. Just any threat that I've seen here, it wasn't real. Also, Loki was doing some like mad stuff. He has like moving stuff. I was like, this is a power I've never thought him, thought he had or I think, I think I've seen it before. So, yeah, anyway, they're just throwing stuff in. And I'll hear the villains as well. Um. I thought they were pretty weak. I thought nearly the fact that we didn't know what was going on with played to its strength until we found out. Uh, I don't know, like, the way they did another Clyde monster, I will never know because Clyde monsters have been done to death now at this stage and none of them have been threatening. I just think it's the fact that it's, they can't really just have a shape, it's just a big mist coming towards you and you run away from it. Um, it is very comic accurate. I will give credit for that much. But uh, still, I think they could have maybe come up with something a bit better or else kind of adopt the shape that maybe there's a cloud aspect to the character. But sure, anyway, that happened. Uh, I doubt Disney are listening. But yeah, uh, and speaking of villains, um, I don't think they call Kang, they don't call Kang straight out as Kang, but they do call him as like the one who remains, which in the comics he is referred to that from time to time. So any, any like comic book, he is like dressed in his outfit or costume so yeah he basically he's Kang without basically calling him Kang but yeah I was I was very much I was like disappointed because the last episode like he just kind of chats away and I eventually I felt he's overacting but you could say that was someone that has like spent literally eternity by themselves so they could be a little bit crazy but uh no not not a very threatening character if anything I find like Miss Minute in the episode when she pops up and like her eyes are like really wide open and she is like so creepy I was like, okay, this is what I've been waiting on, but no, Kang, uh, he just kind of lost all threatening aspects to him, even though I did kind of enjoy the fact that he was kind of taking the piss out of Sylvie and Loki because he knew everything, what they are going to do when they were trying to kill him. But yeah, so minus points there. Now, where are they going for season two? I don't know, because um, I could kind of nearly rehash the same stuff again, but probably more multiverse stuff, which I, I can't wait to see. It is the only season... That they kind of plan to do another second season four when they started doing these so yeah uh written best series ever i i highly recommend it for everyone yes it has its faults here and there but overall i think you all have a good time with it so yeah um one marvel tv series down now to get straight into black widow so 
Yeah, uh, Black Widow. I'm, actually, I'm I'm happy that they did this film because I think Black Widow kind of did, did. She does deserve her spot in the sunlight. She's kind of always pushed to the back. Same as Hawkeye, and now well, Hawkeye is getting his own TV series. But I think even in that, he's a bit of a background character as well. But sure, we will wait and see. Um, yeah, I think I might just go straight into the story with it. I'll just go through spoilers and stuff then. So uh, now this follows. Straight after Civil War, Civil War, which would have been way better if it came out then. Probably would have done, actually, like, box office-wise, not even including COVID. Would have done so much more, so much more for it. Because it just makes sense. And, um, so Black Widow, she's on the run, like the rest of Avengers before uh, Infinity War. Hiding from the government. And uh, on her time when she's away hiding, she has to, like, she's, like, out in this, like, cabin. And, like, she's kind of sent stuff. Like anonymously from like old missions and things so then she is deciding to get rid of it but surprise attack uh she is attacked <laughs> on the on the bridge and like basically looking for some of the old stuff that he, she has so she then takes notice of like all oh, right okay i'm actually carrying something valuable here maybe i should look into it and see what the crack is so she end, ends up running into her sister surprise surprise she has a sister as such from a made-up family when she was like living in america undercover with him her kind of I don't know Red Guardian I know Red Guardian's name the dad but I don't know the name of the mum but anyway I'm sure you know who I'm on about but yeah so like it's basically like a family recruitment where they all get together to take down the one big bad that they all have in common from years ago overall not a good dude and as it turns out the Red Room which like makes all Black Widows that's still a thing she thought it wasn't but yeah, but it, if anything, it's kind of, it, it gives me kind of Fast and Furious vibes, because just because all his family, not like meaning to be memes out of it, but uh, yeah, they kind of they kind of all thought, oh, this is great, we're all back together again, and clearly, I think it's only David Harbour that is kind of enjoying it, even though, like, I didn't like him in this, but I I, I think it's kind of, his merit is that he's still a little bit positive from all the years that he spent in prison, so yeah, but anyway... They got to take down these new Black Widows because they basically they don't have control over themselves and also the damage that they can do globally from your lad that is handling them. So yeah, as they do that there, they then kind of find out that uh, their one of their sisters also under the control of that dude. So that kind of makes the journey a bit more personal to her. And I will talk a bit about uh, oh geez, I forget her name now, but it's Florence Pugh anyway. Uh, I think she she's fantastic in this. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Yes, as I said. But yes, now, um, and the plot anyway, she confronts the dude and believe it or not, she cannot fight him because he has his scent. So yeah, um, I thought that was a occlusion they really didn't need to do and a bit weird, but anyway, yeah, and it and as it ends up with Taskmaster in there thrown into the middle, but yeah, I'll get on with that later. I'm mostly I'm mostly butchering this. I feel that's kind of a common trope of this podcast. But yeah. They take down the bad guy. They all go away happy family all over again. So yes, spoilers. Now, as I said, I'm not overall a huge fan of this film. So I'm going to start off throwing all the shit at it. But Florence Pugh is kind of the one saving grace all the film. So yeah. Well, I think, like, I think the problem at the root of this film is like kind of the characters and how they use them. Like introducing so many of them. And to be honest, I think they could have, they could have done without making like, use of like title characters such as like Taskmaster and like I don't know a lot about Taskmaster like I haven't read stuff about him in the comics 
But since like he was coming up, I was like, okay, I'll look into this dude. And some, his powers are so cool. Uh, I really like the whole idea that he can like mimic his foes. And uh, that was like amazing because even in Endgame, we see Captain America fight Captain America. And it's kind of cool, exact same fighting styles. So it kind of, it makes it interesting. And also then you now have this person that can mimic anyone's fighting styles. Like, all right, okay, I can't wait to see how they flip this. And you know what? I'll tell you what, you'll be waiting because they kind of do it in the, the first attack with Black Widow. You kind of see him, you do the flip and kind of the throwing around the shields. And that's basically it. And um, they kind of, they, they really they just really didn't use it. I don't know why that include Taskmaster. It could have just been any top agent. And because in the comics then, Taskmaster decides why not be um, a kind of a teacher and like have the school where I can teach any anyone different fighting styles. So in a way, like he could have their own red room or like his own school of spies. And I thought that could have been something maybe they could have led to doing in the future. But unfortunately now Taskmaster has kind of been freed thanks to Black Widow, which I felt again misused. If they actually had Taskmaster once she was freed from Black Widow, still attack Black Widow because the whole point of her her whole existence was from Black Widow deciding, yeah, I'll kill this kid because I know her dad is there. So she kind of fucked her up from the beginning. So, yeah, unfortunately, I think they just really missed a lot of opportunity with Taskmaster and Red Guardian as well. The Russian answer to the Super Soldier Serum from Captain America. I, I, I get the fact that he was just a comic relief character, but I really would have liked to seen more with him and kind of like the power that he had because we just see it and like he can jump really high and um and he's a bit strong in the prison scene but other than that he's just a bit of a goof and all the time apologizing and just kind of happy to be out but yeah i was hoping we'd see like a bit more of the tougher side of him because he's just he's tossed around by taskmaster but yeah oh we all love you david harbour and honestly i just can't wait to see you back in, in stranger things so yeah that's kind of the problems i had with the characters uh, another thing about the film, they, the, why they've decided to, like, to use a slow down kind of the music, the soundtrack, I don't know, is it to make it sound edgy, but uh, I didn't think that worked at all, if anything, I think you should leave that to Zack Snyder, now, I'm not the biggest fan of Zack Snyder, but he does know how, I think he does, has a better choice kind of with music and kind of how it plays out, because I just find it very distracting in this in this film. But yeah, um, that's just my opinion. However, the one thing I did like about this film was Florence Pugh. And I, I thought she, I, th I think she stole the show. I'm sorry, ScarJo, but she upstaged you completely. Her, she was like more charismatic. And overall, I think she had a better, like her, I think it should have focused nearly more on her. And maybe kind of, you could notice that it does. It is called Black Widow. And in a sense, she is a Black Widow. But because she was originally enrolled into this new wave of Black Widows where like she didn't know what she was doing so in a way it's way more personal for her to actually take the man down and you can see it even in scenes where they're like eating the family dinner and they're all arguing over like what's going on and like the mom doesn't know the full story and like she doesn't say anything but even from the camera like just shutting her like she is like such inner turmoil in herself from like how the family grew up and like how they all knew it was fake but to her being so young the kind of damage that did to her and how they all react to it. And just, yeah, I thought she was so much better. And even calling uh, Black Widow out on like her like all superhero poses and things like that. And just like the whole inclusion of like the jacket with all the pockets. It was really fun. And I can't wait to see 
how how she plays out in the future because she's approached by a woman that was in um Captain and Winter Sol and Winter Soldier. So yeah. Um and I think she's also supposed to be making an appearance now in the Hawkeye series because they put the whole target on Hawkeye that he killed Black Widow, but yeah, um I can't wait to see how that plays out. Now for remember that bit. Uh, yes, I have not forgotten about this segment, but uh, yeah, why did she call Sh Shield in the end when she's coming up to like the base for the bad guy? Like I, I, I was thinking then like, oh right, okay, this is gonna be her back because it's basically just the four of them, and then the Shield are gonna come in and they're gonna help find her, but they never do, and they basically just come in the last two minutes when just to arrest her. When she easily could have just hopped away in the helicopter with the rest of her family, but she decides not to. I didn't know what thinking was behind that there because we don't even see anything like no negotiations. Just cuts to a next scene a couple of weeks on later and she's grand. She's dyed her hair, but that's about it. And also at the very start of the or at the very start of the film, when um Ross is hunting her down and like pretending that Avi cornered her now in the bathroom, but it turns out that she's in like Denmark on a ferry. I was like, so who are all these people that are lying about the place that she was supposedly just in? So, like, she hired a agent to pretend to be her and then kind of hide. So, yeah. I mean, I think I just kind of speculated on my part more so. But, yeah, that is my thoughts on Black Widow. Uh, I got, I'm sorry, but I got to give it worse movie ever. I think they made too many wrong choices. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry. That's the way it goes. Uh, now, moving on, recommendation of the week. Now, this is a movie called Triangle. I kind of want to stick with that whole, like, playing with time aspect that they have in, like, the Loki series. So, yeah, um, what this film is about, these group of friends, like, go on, like, a boat away, and then they randomly come across this, like, big old boat. Like, you can really say it looks like the Titanic. But then once they get on, like, they start seeing things, and, like, time starts acting weirdly, and, like, they start... It's just, it's just a little bit, everything just seems a bit off. And like, as you start to go through the film, you then start to put the jigsaw pieces together. Now, um, I for one, I didn't put it like through to like the very end. So smarter people, you probably will catch this a lot quicker. But still, I think it's a fun ride along the way. And another word to mention is the TV series Dark on Netflix. Now, I know I've spoken about this in the past, but I just think it's, or it's such a great series. And if you are kind of like the time trials thing kind of things. So um, please look into that. I have talked about that in previous episode. I think it's called um, What You Should Watch or something along the lines of that there. But yeah, uh, please give it a look if you are anyway interested. And um, yeah, um, there also is other activity going on over at Barry Abbreviate on the Instagram page. I'm currently running a best movie soundtrack kind of World Cup. The first round is over. We've had a few cool close calls and Rocketman and Guardians. Like there was a dead heat. It was a 50-50 split. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought Rocketman would walk straight through, but apparently not. Now, I did let Rocketman go through because Guardians 1 is already through. So maybe in the, just for a bit of, a bit of, a bit of flavor in, in the mix. So yeah. Uh, Mamma Mia and Shrek are currently running away with it anytime they come up. So I think it's probably one of them is going to win it anyway. Now, I would like something a little bit different. But um, yeah, and honestly, I'm just happy Hamilton didn't get through because Pulp Fiction won against that. So yeah, uh, I will be starting round two as soon as I can. Uh, the free time, I just kind of have to make like the wee pictures and things like that. But yeah, so 
if you would like to get involved, um, please do head over to Barry Brave at Instagram and give it a follow. Uh, I am interested in doing more of these kind of things in the future. So yeah, uh, and if you have any ideas for one you would like me to do yourself, uh, please do not hesitate and get in contact. So yeah, guys, uh, that is it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to thank Rob for always putting these up. And yeah, if you want to get in contact, Instagram and email, they're both linked in the description below. I've been Barry. This has been Barry Abbreviated. I hope you're all enjoying your summer. And yeah, till next time, take care of yourselves and have a good one.